0: Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment of the podcast is presented exclusively by my favorite college in America, Hillsdale College, which proudly refuses every penny of government funding to remain independent. Thank you for listening, and my sincere appreciation to Hillsdale for their sponsorship. It's all quiet in the underground bunker. Doors closed, locks bolted. But the great one isn't just resting on his laurels. He's making sure your weekend is even better by giving you his best. This is the best of Mark Levin. Reparations, it's such a scam. Such a horrendous scheme. Massive redistribution of wealth. Massive attack on the taxpayers. I think here as I went with family to one battlefield after another. all the lives that were lost who get no respect whatsoever hundreds of thousands hundreds of thousands of men who lost their lives
1: the vast majority of whom were white Christian men who are under brutal attack today
0: It just makes me sick to my stomach that they get no respect whatsoever. Look, I say this as a Jew, and my family wasn't even here until the early 1900s. It's just unbelievable to me. People getting up in front of microphones and screaming at the top of their lungs that they deserve reparations. And even more, That even if they're paid under the proposals that are afoot,
1: they're not enough. I wondered to myself, how does the Democrat party get away with this? They pretend they're righteous.
0: And yet they're Democrats. And how do people who demand reparations register at Democrats? How is it that we pulled down monuments of the past from the Confederacy, not even from the Confederacy, even people who fought on the Union side, but the Democrat Party name, unlike the name of Confederate generals and others, removed from schools and elsewhere, unlike the Confederate flag, how is it that the Democrat Party name doesn't suffer the same result? No demands that the Democrat Party change its name. No attacks on labels of Democrat Party on buildings and cars and all the rest. What a scam. What a complete fraud. And now reparations. Reparations. I've said it a thousand times and I'll say it again. If reparations are to be paid, do they be paid by the Democrat Party? The Republican Party was born in 1854 as an abolitionist party. Maybe there were some Republican slaveholders, but very few. And so why don't we be discerning if we're going to do reparations about who's responsible for what? About who should pay what?
1: About who was here at the time? Why don't we?
0: Because this is in part a Democrat party play with their base And this is just
1: another piece of the puzzle of American Marxism. That's why. People who are alive today don't deserve one penny in reparations. Not a cent. It's a
0: free country. You want something, go out and earn it. And this isn't a systemically racist or unjust country. I know that. Because migration only goes one way in this country, into the
1: country, not out of the country. If you want
0: to leave America, there really are no obstacles to leaving the country. The obstacles are supposed to be coming to the country. And yet people violate our laws, and in some cases risk their lives, shark-infested waters, drug cartels, and the rest, to come to this country. People who were born in this country, who yell the loudest in this country, they don't leave it.
1: And they're not going to leave it. And by the way, I'm not just talking about black people. It's white people, too. They don't leave it. Greatest country on the face of the earth. This is why I had on Life, Liberty, and Levin on Sunday Ms. Park.
0: Yamena Park, who escaped North Korea, China, where she was sold into sex slavery at 13. Then escaped, thanks to a Christian preacher, to South Korea. Then came to the United States. Then went to Columbia University. And from the first day forward said, wait a minute. This is even worse than North Korea, what they're teaching here. In North Korea, they don't teach you to hate your own country. In America, they do. And she said there was absolute censorship, absolute shaming, absolute segregation,
1: that you were not free to speak.
0: That's what goes on on our college campuses, Stalinist college campuses. This whole idea of reparations is another Democrat Party play. After all, it's not the Democrat Party's money,
1: it's your money. If you're a distant relative of Abraham Lincoln, or Ulysses S. Grant or one of those poor men who fought on a battlefield wearing a union uniform and
0: died whose name is not remembered whose purpose is not remembered whose battle is not remembered you get nothing absolutely nothing you don't even get respect. You don't even get acknowledgement. According to critical race theory, you're part of the white dominant
1: society.
0: And yet, if you even speak the words I'm speaking, you come under attack. You must be a neo Nazi or part of the Klan. Part of the clan. The Klan was another Democrat Party invention. Another Democrat Party invention. Yeah, I'm Jewish. Threatened by neo-Nazis. I must be part of the Klan. Yeah, right. So, this is completely bogus. Completely bogus. And people ought to object to it. They ought to challenge it. Legal groups in California ought to fight it. Because this country's going to hell. It's unraveling. It's unraveling fast at the hands of the Democrat Party. Reparations up to $1.2 million. And people are testifying it's not enough. It'll never be enough. And the people who are demanding it deserve nothing from the public. Zero.
1: You're in a free country. You're in a capitalist economy, at least partially right now. Property rights
0: are protected, except by Democrats. You want to go out and make money? Make money. You want to invent something? Invent something. You want a great job? Go out and get it. You want an education? Go get it. People in this country are free. I said people in this country are free. They're even free to hate it. They're even free to make tens of millions of dollars of books attacking it as racist. They're even free to get tenure in our universities and colleges. They're even free to get elected as Democrats. They're free to do anything they want.
1: Unlike any other country on the face of the earth.
0: So don't tell me what you deserve or what you should get. You deserve and should get nothing. Zero.
1: Many people have ancestors who
0: went through hell three, four, or five generations ago. But that's the point. It's three, four, or five
1: generations ago. People have suffered
0: through the Holocaust. People have suffered in Ukraine in 1932. Slaughtered by the millions.
1: Enslaved. Enslaved. They should. Well, we should go back. No. If you're in the United States. You should thank the good Lord that you're here.
0: There's also an argument that's made that. But for this hideous, really grotesque practice of slavery, which, sadly and unfortunately, is a poison that's played out in so much of the world, but obviously here in the United States, it is definitely a very bad mark on our history, no question about it. But no cultures are perfect, none. And let's not pretend that they are. No cultures are perfect. No European culture is perfect. No African culture is perfect. No Central or South American culture is perfect.
1: Where they all practice slavery. And torture. And misogyny. Every corner of the planet. It's not an excuse. There are no excuses. It's a fact. It's a fact.
0: A sad fact. And it's still going on today. It's going on in China. It's going on in North Korea. It's going on on the continent of Africa. It's going on in the Middle East. It's going on on our southern border. Thanks to Joe Biden's policies. And I hear nothing about that. That's going on today. Not 150 years ago. Mark.
1: The VIN.
0: In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. Making your weekend even better. This is the best of Mark Levin. You know, uh, you can use my books like American Marxism as reference tools, and I'll tell you why. So much of the conservative media do. It is amazing when I hear it and see it. I have actually been spending every waking hour, I would say the last three weeks, pretty much um, trying to finish my project here. But I want it to be substantive. I want it to be very important for you, and so forth and so on. So you see, the thing is, other people just cherry pick. They take the stuff after you do the work. I can't do that to other people. So my books, the scholarship, and all the rest, there's a significant number of endnotes, or footnotes, if you will, because I want to give people credit who deserve it. There's absolutely no plagiarism. But I get frustrated when there's plagiarism directed at me where people steal my stuff. It's just a peak I have, because it it wasn't always that way. You know, it's just basic, basic class and ethics. And uh, that's what I was taught. So, there you have it. And the reason it takes me a little while is I dig very hard to get information, new information, new sources that must be legitimate that I think will bring you a, a, sort of an uh, important perspective and source information. And that's what I'm doing. And uh, I'm almost done. Now, what I do, people ask me, so I'm going to tell you, is when I write a book, I do 100% of the research. Not 98%, 90%, 100%. I reject 10 times as much information as I use, maybe 50 times. It's a slow process, not like writing a fiction book. I don't think I could write a fiction book, but a fiction book is simply, you know, thinking through plots and so forth. I don't think it's that easy, but it's not what I do. Maybe I'll give it a shot one of these days.
1: My point is that this book will be different
0: in some ways. It will be the longest book I've ever written, but it may well be one of the easiest books in terms of style, somewhere between liberty and tyranny and American Marxism, because I wanted it to be readable, but on the other hand, there is important information that has to be laid out in these books that I write I mean I can't write multiple times on the same thing so I don't this book is different in terms of subject matter it's incredibly timely I just have a knack for that I started it back in uh, I don't know Mr. Buddhism when did I start this June or July then for various reasons I have to stop. Some of them being I need to figure things out and think things through. And and that sort of thing. Uh, So that's very important as far as I'm concerned.
1: But I think you'll... uh,
0: Well, I've said enough. I want you to listen to this montage of Democrats. That they're not going to negotiate on the debt limit. Hat tip, Fox News. Cut three, go.
2: We're not negotiating on this. Uh, We've been very clear it is their constitutional duty to take action.
0: America should pay its bills
1: and avoid a catastrophic and dangerous default. That's
3: not
0: a partisan position. I think we should pay the bills and then negotiate. Well, there is no plan B. Our plan is for Congress to act to address the debt limit uh, without conditions, just like they've done 78 times in the past. You see how they propagandize and the media propagandize with them? That's not how
1: this works. Number one, they passed a spending bill already.
0: And now they have to raise the debt limit to pay for it. Number two, the Republicans are demanding that the new budget Biden be trimmed by 1% or so. Biden won't do it. He's refused. So, this in part is what's taking place. In terms of the fellow who said this has been done 78 times before, folks, you've lived with government shutdowns. There have been 20 government shutdowns since the mid-1970s. There were six government shutdowns under Ronald Reagan. It was the only way to stop the Democrats from spending even more than they have. Now, I would say to folks who disagree with me, and why, I don't know. Do you love your children or do you hate your children? Do you love your children or do you hate your children? Because this is what you're doing to them. This is what the Democrat Party's doing to them. It's a disgrace. It's horrendous. Americans, we should pay our bills. We shouldn't be deadbeats. But you're not supposed to keep taking out credit cards and keep increasing credit card limits. Keep taking out credit cards and increasing credit card limits. And if you can't pay for it, keep taking out more credit cards and increasing limits and then say you're a deadbeat if you don't pay for it. The truth is we're not paying for it. We're borrowing money. Borrowing money doesn't pay for anything. It puts off the pay-for part down the road. That's what's going on. That's what the Democrats are doing. That's what Biden is
1: doing. Here we have Corinne Jean-Pierre.
0: She's an idiot. But she knows how to regurgitate. Absolute idiot. Cut four, go. Go.
2: What we convey as success, I mean, people have asked, well, will the president give, give Speaker McCarthy an off-ramp, an exit strategy? The exit strategy is very whoa, clear. Whoa,
0: whoa. Who says that? Will the president give McCarthy an off-ramp? I haven't heard anyone say that. I don't even know what that means. Go ahead.
2: Congress must act. Prevent a default. That's what a success not Congress for-
0: already acted. They already passed. A debt ceiling increase, but they want some cuts. Cuts on increases. Cuts on increases. They won't do it. Look, folks, we didn't elect Republicans to be the tax collectors for the Democrats. They already hired 87,000 new IRS agents. They don't need members of the House of Representatives and 43 Republican senators to be their tax collectors. That's what they're demanding. Go ahead.
2: It's not about the president. It's about the American economy. It's about the American people. That's what the president view as success. That's the way that it should be. Oh, done. Regular- I see.
0: It's the American people. Is that why the border is wide open? The American people? Is that why you destroyed our economy and drove inflation through the roof? The American people? Is that why you're banning household products left and right? Because of the American people? You want to help them? Drove up the price of gas because you're trying to help the American people? Drove up the price of food because you're trying to help the American people? Who the hell do you think you people are? With your bull crap. Stand there with your sanctimony. You've lit a match to this country. You've lit a match to our culture. You've lit a match to our economy. You've lit a match to our security. And then you lecture us? You're for the American people? You have a funny way of showing it.
2: Go ahead. This is regular order. What Re- House Republicans are saying is that they, are, they want to potentially, if they get their way, threaten their, the, the country's first default, something that has never happened before. That's what they're threatening. Again, could lead to trigger a recession.
0: See, see million... we're going to have a very significant recession, stagflation and they're already positioning themselves. If you want to know what it's like to live under a regime that lies, it's happening right now. When you read books on totalitarianism by people who've experienced it, by the young lady who I had on Life, Liberty, and Levin, this is what it's like. Changing language, lying about facts, Distorting the truth. Repeating these things over and over and over again. Accusing others of doing what you're doing. That's what happens in these regimes. That's what's happening here under the Democrat Party regime. The Democrat Party regime. Biden is an, ex- Biden is an expert liar. But in order to be a Democrat congressman or a Democrat official or a Democrat president, you must lie. And you must lie all the time. Because your policies are impossible, they're impracticable, they are destructive, they're impoverishing,
1: and you suffer from them. So
0: they have to make you look elsewhere. And the very people who are trying to stop them from doing these things are accused of doing these things. The border is another Biden gift to the American people because they care about American families. They care about American families. And Biden said today, <laughs> and what else did he say today? He said that the Republicans want to cut spending on the border. When you're a liar at a very young age, as Biden was, it's hard to stop. It's hard to stop. Becomes a pathology. Hence, he's a pathological liar. And those who front for him, well, they're pathological liars too. And that would include the media. But especially his spokes idiot. And so here we have a border that is a complete disaster. Disaster. And so the Democrats say we need comprehensive immigration reform. Oh, I see. That'll fix Biden's intentional efforts to undermine existing immigration law. Comprehensive immigration reform. Of course, that's an excuse. And I already told you my proposal for fixing the border. What was it? To reinstitute all the Trump policies. That seemed to get the border under control. Maybe not perfect, but damn good. Finish the wall. Deport people. Throw criminals in jail. You know, stuff like that. Here is Corinne Jean-Pierre. As dumb as they come. Cut seven, go.
2: There are challenges at the border. This is something that the president has taken seriously from day one. Putting okay, number
0: one. Days. Number one. The president has never taken this seriously. What he's done to this country has never been done in the history of the world. Just assume a president, a prime minister, an emperor, a dictator wants to secure his country. But Joe Biden does not. Joe Biden does not. He wants to overwhelm his his country with foreigners from all walks of life. Overwhelm the hospitals, overwhelm the school systems, overwhelm law enforcement. Overwhelm our capacity to provide food and gasoline and other resources. Because Joe Biden now has thrown in with the Marxists. He's always been a chameleon. Always been a chameleon. But now he's settled on his legacy.
2: Go ahead comprehensive uh, piece of legislation to deal with immigration reform something that has been a problem for the past several decades Shut up you idiot.
0: I'm starting to detest you even more, which is quite a feat And we've we've asked for a comprehensive immigration reform. Why didn't you do it in your first two years? Please don't be rude uh, or I'm going to have to leave Peter
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Did I offend? Now, we have
0: uh, John Martin, El Paso shelter director. El Paso, pretty much on the front lines. He's the shelter director on MSLSD yesterday. Cut eight, go. Well, the, the reality is that we're overwhelmed. Um... We've got several partners within the community. All of the emergency shelters are operating at or over capacity. And to give you an example of our situation with the Opportunity Center for the Homeless, we've got 200 inside the shelter and we've had up to 810 outside the shelter camped in the alley.
3: Hmm.
0: Uh, So it truly is a humanitarian crisis.
3: And this is before Title 42 is lifted on On Thursday night at at midnight, what are you expecting coming come Friday?
0: Well, you're absolutely correct. This all started for us a little over a week and a half ago when we saw the influx come in and then it's exponentially increased. And it is prior to the lifting of Title 42. All right. And we are expecting the well, that's going to be it's going to be fun. Because Joe Biden stands for the families of America, America. This is why he's at 36 percent. And I don't know who these 36% are. Probably mental institutions. Mark Levin. You're listening to the best of Mark Levin. The Federal Bureau of Investigation, a.k.a. the American Stasi. The Department of Injustice. The Biden White House are in full cover-up mode ladies and gentlemen and here's the breaking news new york post pull it up here the fbi has refused to give congress an informant file alleging that president biden took bribes while he was vice president the post has learned setting up a possible showdown over access to the information house oversight committee chairman james comer issued a legally binding subpoena last week requiring the FBI to turn over the file by noon today. But the FBI instead replied with a six-page letter raising various objections. Information from confidential human sources is unverified and by definition incomplete wrote FBI acting assistant director Christopher Durham, excuse me Christopher Dunham, who also argued that informant reports must also be kept private to protect sources. Well, I would say this to the FBI and to the frauds and the phonies that work there at the top levels. It's more important to know if our president is a crook or to at least expose him as the crook that he is than to worry about your damn sources and methods. Because so far, your sources and methods are to target President Trump and protect Joe Biden, we're well familiar with your sources and your methods. Screw your sources and screw your methods. The fact is Joe Biden's family are crooked. It is a crime family. They've been using his name to pour in millions and millions and millions of dollars. Not from allied countries, but from rogue genocidal nations. Communist China at the top of the list. The Bidens have accessed millions and millions of dollars. And as the Republicans said this morning, what exact business do they run for all this money that they received? What is it exactly causing these governments to give them money? Well, we know what it is. Joe Biden has been in Washington, D.C. his entire life. And he's a crook. He was in the Senate six terms. He was vice president two terms. And he finagled his way into the Oval Office, where he sits right now as putative president. The media have barely reported this story, America, because the media are in on it. They are the true American Pravda. The true arm, mouthpiece, other parts of the body, of the Democrat Party. What we learned today was extraordinary. We learned that a complex web to cover up the receipt of millions and millions of dollars, especially from the communist Chinese, was set up by the Biden family, and I assume the lawyers for the Biden family. Multiple LLCs. Now, LLCs are perfectly legal. The point of an LLC is to protect somebody's confidentiality. But the point of an LLC is not to create shell corporations to receive foreign money and to wash the money through the shell corporations to get into the hands of nine, count them nine, Biden family members, including three grandchildren. Who no doubt had nothing to do with this but they were used as pawns hunter biden jim biden jim biden's wife hunter biden's wife hunter biden's ex-wife and there are more they can account for approximately 10 million dollars peter schweitzer says we're looking at 31 million dollars And everybody is wondering, what exactly, what exactly did the Joe Bidens do for this money? Why exactly would they be given this money, other than the fact that they were buying access? And so the White House says today, you can't demonstrate that Joe Biden did a single thing for the money. And my response to the White House is, Well, then make your client available for deposition and let's dig into what he did. And if he's an innocent man, given your tepid defense, he shouldn't have a problem with that, now should he? Well, separation of powers, but Joe doesn't care about separation of powers. Joe's been busy writing legislation with executive orders throughout the two years of his presidency, There is more evidence, more evidence of corruption in the Biden family than there was ever evidence, ever evidence of sexual battery by President Trump because there's no evidence whatsoever, and none was presented at that trial. None. Zero. But back to the crime family. The FBI does not have a right to stand between us and our knowledge about the President of the United States. The FBI is not even in the Constitution. The FBI does not have constitutional powers. The FBI is corrupt. And it has no right to stand between Congress and getting information. Getting information on Joe Biden. They say, well, the information is not reliable. No, the FBI is not reliable. We will leave it to Congress and the American people to determine what is or is not reliable. In the meantime, you use the FBI to get a warrant and conduct a SWAT team investigation of former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago. Use the FBI to seize the iPhones of attorneys for President Trump. You use the FBI to violate attorney-client privilege. Use the FBI to shake down witnesses. You've used the FBI against Paul Manafort and Roger Stone. You use your crazy-ass activist judges to do the same damn thing. And now you tell us, sources and methods. They're worried about sources and methods. I am not. That FD 20, excuse me, 1023 form, we want to see it. The American people demand to see it. And the FBI and the Department of Justice, under the most corrupt attorney general in modern American history, all of American history, do not have the right to prevent us from seeing it. The cover up must end. The cover up must end. Bank records show the Biden family received $10 million of payments from China and foreign interests. The House Oversight Committee, cut
3: one, go. We want to discuss information the committee has learned since our last press conference in November. New information investigators have uncovered regarding the transfer of money from foreign entities to the Biden family. Many of the wire payments occurred while joe biden was vice president and leading the united states efforts in these countries first instance while vice president biden was lecturing romania on anti-corruption policies in reality he was a walking billboard for his son and family to collect money hunter biden and his associates capitalized on a lucrative financial relationship with the romanian National who was under investigation for and later convicted of corruption in Romania. The Bidens received over $1 million for the deal and 16 of the 17 payments to their associates account that funneled the Biden's money occurred while Joe Biden was vice president. In fact, the money stops flowing from the Romanian national soon after Joe Biden leaves the vice presidency. So the question
0: is right here and now, right here and now, to Joe Biden's White House lawyers, why did the Romanians give a million dollars to your family? Simple question. Where's Maggot Haberman? Where's Jeremy and his Peters? Where's Philip and his bump? The great New York slimes that covered up the Holocaust. The great New York slimes that was the mouthpiece for Stalin. The great New York Times that uh, promoted Castro. Where are you? Where are you? You're nowhere. Bunch of frauds and phonies. Go ahead.
3: ...pattern of influence peddling. This appears separate from any payment Hunter received from his work connecting this individual to a U.S. law firm.
0: What explains it? Million dollars. For what? Wow. Wonder what George Conway thinks about this.
3: What do you think about it, George? More. Cut to go. They also couldn't explain why the Bidens received over $1 million in 16 different wire transfers over a period of three months to at least five different banks. Stop.
0: $1 million in 16 different wire transfers over a period of three months to at least five different banks. Do you know why they did it that way, Mr. Producer? to try and conceal the size of the payoff. Otherwise, there's no need to do this. 16 different wire transfers for a million dollars over a three-month period with five different banks. Why not just a million dollars and one wire transfer to one bank? Because the flags, the pots and pans, the alarms, they all would have been banging and going off. That's why.
3: Go. The president, when confronted with this information, said it wasn't true. Instead of being with honest with the American people,
0: President now Biden... Now we know is... it's true. These are the actual records. So Biden says the actual records are false.
3: But the actual records are true. Go ahead. It's a 2020 election that his family has not received money from China. That was a lie in 2020. And he continues to lie to the American people now. The Bidens have received millions of dollars from China. It is inconceivable that the president did not know it. The White House refuses to correct the president's statements, showing the president is now using the federal government to run interference for his families and his own role in these schemes.
0: Now you know why the Biden administration has unleashed a special counsel against Donald Trump. Now you know why the Democrat Party has unleashed two district attorneys against Donald Trump. Because they know Joe Biden has a problem.
1: Mark Levin.
3: The Great One makes your weekend even better. This is the best of Mark Levin.
0: If you were going to destroy America, what would you do? You would destroy the energy infrastructure, the EPA announced today new regulations on public utilities that produce power, which will limit their ability to produce power. The other day I told you about EPA regulations that are going to affect the electrical grid and reduce the ability of creating electricity. The same administration has made it virtually impossible to drill on new leasehold areas and to build refineries. Energy will have to be imported and from whom and from where if you wanted to destroy America, you would attack its currency. You would create massive inflation, massive debt, massive government spending, and interest on the debt that exceeds the amount of money that's spent on the United States military. You would through your policies, encourage other countries to abandon the dollar and embrace your enemy's currency, that is, communist China's. If you wanted to destroy America, you would destroy the combustion engine in the automobile, as we've known it for over 100 years. And you would require manufacturers... To build electric vehicles. The material for which is controlled by your number one enemy, Communist China. The batteries of which are controlled by your number one enemy, Communist China. And of course, you would force people into these expensive vehicles, assuming they could afford them even though there wouldn't be enough electricity to fuel them. If you wanted to destroy America, you'd go into the public school classrooms, classrooms at the youngest age, elementary school, and you would teach your kids to hate America. You would teach your kids to hate each other based on race. You would teach your kids to hate capitalism. Individualism. You would take merit out of the school system in order to prevent highly intelligent and hardworking children from succeeding. If you wanted to destroy America, you would surgically Surgically remove the genitalia or add genitalia to the children of this country without parental notification. If you wanted to destroy America, you would destroy the nuclear family, you would silence parents by threatening them with prosecution. If you wanted to destroy America, you would use the FBI and the Department of Justice to go after your political opponents. If you wanted to destroy your America, you would populate the media with partisan Democrats and ideologues who use their positions to advance an ideology. ...rather than inform the American people. If you wanted to destroy America... ...you would populate prosecutors' offices... ...with individuals... ...hardcore leftists... ...who don't want to prosecute crimes... or are funded by a Svengali billionaire... ...by the name of George Soros... ...who seeks the destruction of America. If you wanted to destroy America... You would open the borders wide to anybody who wants to come. You'd make it impossible to know who is coming terrorists, criminals, drug cartel soldiers. You would make it impossible to prevent fentanyl, other drugs, illegal weapons. From coming into our country, into our neighborhoods, and our communities. You would overwhelm our school systems. You would overwhelm our hospitals. You would overwhelm law enforcement. You would make it impossible for the Border Patrol to patrol the border. If you wanted to destroy America, you would elect Democrats you would elect a man like Joe Biden as president. If you wanted to destroy America, you would embrace American Marxism, which has as its purpose to destroy the principles that the nation was founded on. That's what's happening. America is being destroyed from within. You see what's happening on the border this evening? After midnight tonight, Title 42 comes to an end. The Biden administration, in collusion with radical leftists on the courts, has been waiting for this day. Biden administration has repealed all of the Donald Trump policies that were in place. That helped to secure the border. They stopped the building of the wall at the cost of billions of dollars to the taxpayers. And the steel for the wall is rusting in the Arizona desert. But the goal here is to turn the state of Texas blue and they will succeed. The goal here is to turn the state of Arizona from purple to blue and they will succeed. By the time this administration is done in four years, there will be at least 10 million, closer to 12 million, new foreigners in this country. Where will they go? What will they do? They have children. Their children will automatically become United States citizens. And as the children get older, chain migration will be used to bring in even more. Over at Media Matters, they accuse me of supporting the white supremacist view of replacement theory. It's actually the Democrat Party's view of replacement theory. It's Media Matters' view of replacement theory. It's George Soros' view of replacement theory, the sugar daddy behind Media Matters. I'm just an observer. I see what's happening. If you preach that you have a white supremacist nation, a white dominant nation, and that as a result of that, as is taught in critical race theory, by DEI and ESG this society is fundamentally, systemically and irretrievably racist. Well then your goal has to be to change that and to fix it. How do you change it and fix it? Well look at the border. I don't believe in a white dominant society. I don't believe in a white supremacist society. I don't believe in white supremacy. I don't believe in any supremacy. But I also object to what the Marxists are doing and have been doing to this country. There's no other country on the face of the earth. There's no other country that's ever existed that has surrendered its sovereignty. To anybody who wants to stroll into the country. I can't think of any. Since the beginning of civilization. Not one. I will tell you. That one of the reasons the Roman Empire collapsed. And it lasted a thousand years. We haven't even gotten to 300 years. And as my friend historian Craig Shirley says. Most nations last about 200, 250, 300 years. One of the reasons the Roman Empire collapsed was because people came over the border. They couldn't control anymore their sovereignty, they were overrun. This isn't a theory, this is reality. The country is being destroyed. For all the reasons I said. For all the reasons I said. Mark
2: Levin.
0: We're giving you nothing but the best. The best of Mark Levin. The Biden White House says it can expel reporters who don't act professionally, raising First Amendment concerns. Remember Jim Acosta? Jim Acosta was... A reprobate, an intellectual lightweight. He was sort of a kamikaze reporter. He would go into these presidential press conferences with the purpose of disrupting them. He was literally sent in there to disrupt the press conferences by Jeff Motherzucker, And um, that's what he did. So other reporters couldn't ask questions, but more important than that, the American people couldn't find out what was going on because Jim Acosta kept accosting the president. So they threw him out. Remember the uproar? The uproar by the Praetorian Guard, Democrat corrupt media? Remember they went to court and all the so-called professional journalism and media organizations participated? Remember all the phony arguments made, even though CNN still had four or five reporters at the White House? Remember the idiot judge? I think it's this Judge Kelly, as a matter of fact. Remember the idiot judge who determined that it was, in fact, a First Amendment matter and ordered the White House to let the guy in? Incredible, actually. What a stupid-ass ruling, but nonetheless, that's what he did. Now, the Biden White House, according to Fox, wants to revise rules for who can attend press briefings and news conferences. What do you think about that, Judge? Well, who do you think it's aimed at? You think it's aimed at the sycophantic press? Think it's aimed at the New York Slimes or the Washington Compost? Or the Crap News Network or MSLSD? Of course not. no. White House informed reporters in a notice Friday that credentials known as hard passes will be revoked under the new rules if a journalism doesn't act in a professional manner with written warnings for violations followed by suspensions and bans for repeat offenders. How come that doesn't violate the First Amendment? Oh, I forgot. This is Biden, not Trump. Today, News Africa reporter Simon Atiba who's drawn attention by sometimes shouting to Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre from the back of the briefing room, objects to the policy. Of course, it's aimed at him. It's aimed at Fox. It's aimed at anybody who takes her on. And she is a complete idiot. She is a complete propagandist. One of the worst press secretaries in history. Washington Post noted that the rules represent the Biden White House's attempt to establish a code of conduct to avoid the legal jeopardy that the Trump administration ran into when it banished CNN reporter Jim Acosta and journalist Brian Curran, whoever that is, from the White House complex in 2018 and 19. It's good to hear that the White House is looking to establish some objective standards governing White House press passes says Ted Boutros, the lawyer who defended Acosta, pulled the post, but he called the proposed rules unduly vague. I know who Ted is. He used to work with Ted Olson. who used to be a friend of mine. I never hear from the guy anymore since he's moved hard left. But Ted Boutros was always a Democrat, as I recall, but I could be wrong, but who cares? Why would I care what he has to say? Why would I care what he has to say? Look look how look how he tries to draw distinctions between Trump and Biden. Pretty incredible. And Acosta who literally disrupted the press conferences wouldn't sit down. In twenty eighteen, Acosta's hard pass was suspended after a contentious back and forth with President Trump during the press conference. At one point, Acosta refused to concede the microphone to a White House aide. There was a brief contact between the two. Remember that, Judge Kelly? I think it was Judge Kelly. Remember that, Judge? Was that okay? CNN filed the federal lawsuit against the Trump administration, demanding that it restore Acosta's press credentials. Fox News announced that it would support CNN's efforts. Too bad, shouldn't have. Trump administration countered CNN's motion saying Acosta disrupted the fair and orderly administration of a press conference when he refused to give up the microphone. But a federal judge dismissed the Trump administration's claim and restored Acosta's credentials. Now, that federal judge would not tolerate such behavior in his courtroom. Well, you better shut up and sit down and you only answer when you're asked to call- when you're called upon. Judges are very funny about that. They run their courtrooms like dictators. And nobody wants to get on the wrong side of a judge or you lose your case. I'm sure that's the same with this judge. Funny, isn't it? No, not really. So that's what the uh, White House is up to. It's constant effort to control and censor media. You know that's disinformation board. It's got another one going by the way. The Intercept has revealed it. Interesting. Hunter Biden. Remember him? Well, there's new information out right now. Hunter Biden and ex wife Kathleen Bulls, B U H L E S. Their divorce attorneys were aware of Romania deal payments. Now why is that important? Divorce lawyers for Hunter Biden, I'll tell you in a second, and his ex-wife Catherine Buley were aware of money hitting Hunter's bank account from a Romania deal email show, appearing to contradict Buley's previous claims. She had her head buried in the sand, quote-unquote, when it came to Hunter's finances. During a press conference Wednesday, House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer revealed Buley was one of several Biden family members to get money. According to a 2016 and 2017 emails from Hunter's abandoned laptop divorce lawyers for Hunter and Buell were aware of payments from a Romania deal, quote unquote, and discussed how it should be divided among the two parties. Rebecca Sullivan, who was representing Buell during the divorce proceedings, appeared frustrated in December 15, 2016 with Hunter's lawyer. So the uh, ex-wife wanted in on the action, too. She'd be a good uh, deponent if you're the Republicans on the Hill. Money spreading out everywhere to everybody. But over there, CNN wants you to know, what's your proof of a link? That Joe actually did anything for the money. No, no. Look, she's right. Let's just admit it. Consider she's right. The communist Chinese are well known to be philanthropists. So they just, you know, they just decided, poor Joe, Joe and his offspring, and his offspring offspring, what the hell, they need money. You know, the kid's a crackhead, he's running around with prostitutes, he's impregnating people and then denying that he, that he did. This poor guy, I mean, he goes out, he gets a gun, he lies on his, his form, he doesn't register as a uh, of a foreign agent. I mean, he's, he's down on his luck. So the communist Chinese sit there and they say, you know what? Let's just give the Bidens tens of millions of dollars. Why not? We won't ask anything. We don't want anything. We don't know anything. Just give them the money. Let's be charitable. I mean... We don't have to worry about tax deductions or anything. We are the Chinese Communist government. But let's just be charitable here. Give the Bidens money. Lots and lots and lots of money. But don't ask for a damn thing. Isn't it amazing to you, America? The complete lack of common sense and inquisitiveness by the modern American media. That there's such complete partisans and sellouts. They're so thoroughly corrupt politically and ideologically that they let this stuff said isn't it amazing that there haven't been editorials written demanding that the Attorney General of the United States appoint a special counsel no pressure whatsoever from the American media none I've seen it before in the past where they demanded special counsels left and right and they demanded it on Trump and there was no information but here They don't even cover the story. Oh, it's the Republicans again. Oh, yeah, snooze, snooze. And media, that's why you're hated. And that's why many of your platforms are dying. Why would you buy the Washington Post or the New York Times? Why would you go on their sites? I don't even use them. The only time I use them is when people send me stuff. I don't go there. What am I going to do? Or I'll go there to attack them but certainly not to get real information from them.